This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. This podcast is going to be a little different than the podcast that you've heard from us until this point. It's going to be something that we're going to be doing from now on as well. So you're going to be hearing more from us, but we're excited to announce that we will be having two podcasts a month now instead of just one. We wanted to create more content for you and because experiences don't happen all the time, we can't always ensure that there's going to be a story podcast and so we couldn't do two stories a month because we might not have multiple experiences and to be able to have stories that often so we wanted to make another podcast another time of the month and this is going to be all about questions so yeah we're hoping we're hoping that our podcast now will be one time a month we'll have a podcast where we just answer some questions From you guys, if you send through email to us or through our website. And then the other podcast will hopefully be more of a story time through one of our experiences. And then that way we get to answer questions, which we love to do, and also tell you our stories, which we also love to do. We have quite a few story podcasts pre-filmed already that are already scheduled to come out. But those ones already did have the Ask Us Anything questions at the end of them. We're not going to go back and edit those out. So from now until maybe a few months out, you'll be hearing some questions at the end. But once it catches up, we won't be answering questions at the end of our story episodes anymore. And we'll keep it towards these ones. But we will do our weekly obsessions in both podcasts per month. If you do have a question and you want us to answer it on our podcast, you can go to foreplay.com slash ask. That's the number four O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash ask. Or you can email us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so we are extremely excited to start a new little segment and just be able to talk to you more and make more content because We just love making podcasts. It's just really fun. So let's jump into the first question. We aren't going to say who the questions are from, not even use initials or anything, just because we don't know if they want that out there. Um, Unless we get a message that says, hey, can you mention me by name or mention me by initials, then we'll include that. But today's podcast, we're not going to include any names or initials. The first question is, do you feel you have become a better lover for your spouse since being in the lifestyle? Can you tell each other what new sex slash lovemaking skill they picked up in the lifestyle you most enjoy? I definitely feel like there is skills I've learned. I think that that comes from when you have sex with different people, different people do different things. Mm -hmm. And so there's just things you'll kind of pick up and I can't say one specific maneuver or something like that, (laughs) if you want to call it that, but you just learn to, I think, be more confident in yourself and in what you're doing sexually. And I think that that confidence for me is what I've taken the most out of it. And I feel like the more confident you are, the better lover you make, if that makes sense at all. Does yeah. that make sense? I think I think that makes sense. It's just like with anything, the more I hate to 
compare it to practicing. But honestly, it's the more you do something, the more better you become at something. So the more yeah. experiences you have, and especially because it's it's with the different people. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we can have sex a ton of different times. But since we're not always incorporating something new or trying something new, it's not like our personal sex always makes us learn something new about mm-hmm. each other. Whereas I feel like with experiences that we have with other people, we are able to pick up little things. Yeah, I would almost say it's the same thing where if you played a sport, for example, you would have a coach. And if you got coached by one coach forever – you don't really learn a whole bunch of new skill sets. You more get good at all the things that that coach is good at. And then if you have a different coach, they maybe have one or two new things that you've never incorporated into your practice before. And I feel like that's almost the same sort of mindset with that is just with different people, there's maybe something that that's their thing and you've never seen that before or done that before. And so I feel like you pick up just little nuances or little skills But I think that you almost just start to incorporate them into what you're doing, having sex. And it's not like something I can think of a specific, I said maneuver or whatever you want to call that. Because it's not like we would want to look things up and Google them to incorporate into our sex. That almost makes it to me seem like work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think with having experience with other people where it just naturally happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work and you just pick things up. Mm-hmm. Also, something that I personally do is after an experience, not that day, but as we start talking about it the next day or, or whenever that is, I always ask you, was there anything that she did that was different and that you mm-hmm. liked? And then he will tell me and then I do incorporate them or at least I try it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes somebody will do something and I'll try it and it just – doesn't it, it doesn't feel the same when I do it versus when they do it. It's just a little different. Yeah, I think I think it's a really true thing though because there's a confidence level in doing something that's different. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes if you're doing something to try to emulate something else, but you don't feel confident in it, yeah. it doesn't feel the same. And I think that goes for people have dirty talked to you in certain ways. Yes. And if I try that, it just doesn't have the same appeal because that's not kind of my natural yeah. way I talk. And so some of the skills I feel like you'll try and you're like, okay, that – it didn't feel right. Right. Because it felt forced. Yeah. Whereas when it was somebody else, that was just their natural tendency yeah. to do that. And so some of the skills I do feel like you pick up really do work well but with your partner. And then other skills, you're like, oh, we tried that and – I think it was just in the moment of that person having that confidence in that, that was hot. But if you don't have the confidence, it just isn't the same. But it's also interesting because although it might not work for our personal sex life, I've done things with other people that other people... I don't dirty Mm -hmm. talk to you very much since you don't like dirty talk as much. But because someone did it to me before, I've done it after asking if they like dirty talk. Mm -hmm. I've done it in experiences with other people. And so in general, it just makes you better as a sex partner in general, not even just necessarily Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. But it's all about experimentation and everything, I think. I agree. A hundred percent. And our second question is, do your friends, family, or coworkers know? Who was the first non-lifestyle person you told and how did they take it? All right. Why don't you start this one off since I started the last one off? So we don't talk about our sex life with our family at all. 
that's cool if you do. It's just something we don't feel comfortable with and we don't feel like it's necessary. So we just leave our family completely out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that my family, we I never even had the sex talk with my parents. Yeah, Sex has always just been uncomfortable around my parents. We kind of skipped through sexual scenes and video movies or anything. Sex was just not prominent in the family I grew up in. I feel like it's the same way with you. And so we just don't talk about that stuff with family. And so family does not know. Yeah. Our friends? No. Now they yeah. do because we've gotten to the point where if it's not something we announce to everybody, it's not like whenever we do have friends over, we're like, hey, just to let you know we're swingers yeah. or if we make new friends, it's not something that we just tell. But if it happens to come up, in conversation or if everyone's talking about something sexual or something, then I don't feel bad about talking about it. Like I don't feel ashamed Mm -hmm. or anything. And we've gotten to the point where if our friends or who we think are our friends do care and they're negative about it, we just move on and we just aren't friends with them anymore because they don't accept us as who we are. Yeah, we're all big about just being ourselves and being around people that let us be ourselves. I don't want to be around someone who's going to judge me for a choice that's not hurting anybody else in any way. And so if they're not comfortable, they don't like that, that's totally fine and that's respectable if that's how you feel. But we just like to be around people that we can be ourselves and be authentic and not have to hide who we are at all. Yeah. And I do think it's funny. Um, we have had multiple friends find out because we have most of our shot glasses are lifestyle shot glasses that we've gotten through oh, lifestyle yeah. <laughs> like, events over the years. So most of our shot glasses say like quiver or we have some my free cams, like random things like that. And I'll forget and just give one of our friends a shot glass. And then they're like, what is this? I swing, therefore I quiver. <laughs> and then you kind of have to explain to them. But I feel like pretty much every single person that we've told has been just thought it was really cool. And we've always been more open people and comfortable around people. And most people have just said, oh, that kind of makes sense to us. And then they ask questions. And I think it's a really good thing because I think a lot of people have a misconception of what the lifestyle is or what a, a swinger is. And we can kind of explain it and let them know of what it is. And it's not what I guess people just kind of think yeah and how it works for us and how it's not when you see someone you just want to fuck them that's just not what being a swinger or being in the lifestyle is yeah i will say it's not like all of our friends want to also be in the lifestyle it's not like just because they they we haven't had any negative things about it but it's also not that they want to do it too so it's almost as if they're neutral towards it And so we continue to be friends with them because it's not Mm -hmm. a big deal. But we haven't gotten anywhere where anyone's been mean to us about it. But if they were, then at that point we would be – we would dismiss ourselves Uh from And we have had a few friends that were really interested and said they've always been interested about things like that. And it's nice to be able to talk to those people as well that are curious about it and want to know more about it. And so we obviously love to share about it and promote it because it's something that we think is – helps our relationship and makes our relationship stronger. So it's fun to have those people that are like, oh my gosh, I've always wondered about that because it's just, I would have never expected that from that person. And so 
it is it is cool to be able to be yourself around your friends and not have to worry. It's funny too because since uh, Jason and I have been together for so long since we were 15, we actually got into photography together. We started doing that in high school, but then we started doing some fashion photography and then we got into boudoir photography and do things for models and modeling portfolios. And so working with models, a lot of our friends knew they were kind of weirded out isn't the word, but they were wondering why I was so okay with Jace being around women who weren't fully clothed all the time. And so our friends, this was back in college. And so whenever it came up that, oh, why are you just okay with that? How are you not jealous? And we would tell them that we were swingers, that they would be not surprised. They'd be like, oh, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Or like one time we we talked about that. We like wondered if you guys were like, we've had people tell us that. So (laughs) clearly we're just very open people and we're just very comfortable around people and who we are. And so I guess people aren't really ever surprised by it. So yeah. <laughs> let's just, just, just be part of who we are. But it's never been a negative thing. No, they're, not they're, at all. They've never been like, oh, that makes sense. That's gross. Yeah. They've just been like, like oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder. And coworkers, funny story. So I do have one coworker that I, I still work with that does know because I saw her at Colette one time. And I remember walking in and I told Bella, I was like, is that this girl? Because she knows her. And she's like, there's no way. And then later in the night, we saw her, there's a stripper pole upstairs at Colette, and I saw her dancing on it. And we were with one of her friends, and we said, hey, what's that girl's name? She told us her name, and I was like, oh, shit. It is the girl I work with. So I went over and danced with her. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were still talking to her, but I was like, no way. So then I went over, and I was like, bitch, what are you doing Because the relationship with you and her, she is a more of a fun person. Mm-hmm. It's you, you guys joke about dirty stuff. Yeah. And it's just... I knew some stuff about her sex life before just because we're... It's just open and like very... We've been together... We've been working together for so long that we're just very comfortable yeah. with each other. And I don't know how we got that way, but it's... Clearly, that's just how I am as a person then. Just comfortable with that stuff. And so it wasn't like it was strange or anything and now we just laugh about it and all the time she's like you guys going to collect this weekend like all the time and i always want her to come mm-hmm. and she never comes girl <laughs> <laughs> luckily we've just we've just never had any negative things with with people that we know or anything so that's mm-hmm. we're, we're really lucky in that aspect yeah, I so let's put more of that energy out there <laughs> our third question is how did you find and currently find balance between your regular life relationships and your li- lifestyle life relationships how difficult has achieving this balance over the years been for you guys? What are your tips for this? I think that we kind of already answered a lot of that in the last question. But it is nice whenever your friends do know because we used to go out with our friends to normal bars or clubs. And sometimes just because we're more flirty people, maybe Bella would be dancing with a guy or I would go dance with a girl just because we were having fun and we didn't care. And one time somebody, I think, did confront you about me dancing with somebody or I something, can't right? I if it was that or if they told one of our friends and then our friends told us. Someone thought that I was like yeah. being sus or something. <laughs> and then that's when we ended up telling people. And ever since then, we've just tried to be more open about it. Because now if we go out and dance with friends, they all know. And no one... <laughs> 
cares if we go dance with somebody else because they're like, oh, they're just being them. And it's fun. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for just finding that balance is, though, is whatever works for you. I know a lot of people like that to be anonymous and not and have a separation between lifestyle and regular friends. And I think that if that's what works best for you, then it's fine to just go ahead and stay. I have my lifestyle friends. I have my normal friends. We keep them completely separate. And I think that's also a good dynamic, but I think it all depends on your comfort level and what works for you. But for us, just being open is what's kind of been able to balance things the easiest. I think that a majority of people want to keep it separate. I don't think most people are like us. I mean, heck, we have a freaking podcast with our face on it, obviously, but I think we're just a lot different. So I'm trying to think back when we did keep it as separate as we could. I think that it's not difficult to keep everything separate. I mean, you have... I do that with my work life and my outside of work life. My work friends, I pretty much only hang out with my work friends. And then outside of that is my other life. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not like we're just open completely about it. In professional situations, we Mm -hmm. don't blur it out and say that we're in the Mm -hmm. lifestyle or anything like that. So to keep that balance is just drawing a line Mm -hmm. between what you are okay with people knowing and what, what people don't have to know what you do Mm -hmm. outside of, I mean, it's your life. So, yeah. And we also, we don't have kids or anything like that. And I know that that could probably play a factor in how people think about their friends knowing compared to just having lifestyle friends and not wanting to be judged for that. So I definitely think it's also, if that's kind of the way that you feel you like that privacy, which probably most people do, Mm -hmm then I think the best way is to just almost like Bella said, draw a line and be like, this is these friends. These are these friends. Let's just not ever let them cross and just leave it at that. And that's probably the best way to go about it. If you're not wanting to be just open and let everybody know that part of your life. Everyone's really respectful about that too. I think in the lifestyle, most people, like I said, most people are like that. So everyone just knows to respect everyone's privacy and I know at the very beginning we didn't have our faces on our pictures uh, for all of the websites mm-hmm. the dating websites and things like that so so it definitely took us time to get to where we mm-hmm. are now so but just know that if you do want to keep it separate you definitely can mm-hmm. and most people do keep it separate mm-hmm. and most people are very respective of your privacy mm-hmm. i would say pretty much everywhere i've never had anyone try to expose yeah. or heard of anybody yeah. who's in the lifestyle trying to expose someone else in the lifestyle because you're both in the lifestyle yeah. so even if you see a coworker, or someone you know at the club not that you have to go and talk to them like we did because mm-hmm. we had that relationship but they're there too so they can't judge you for it exactly yeah. and Life's too freaking short. So let people judge. Let people think what they want. It doesn't matter in the end. Honestly, more people are obsessed with their own lives than yours. So mm-hmm. live your life. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I as think. Long as but, hurt, as yeah. long as you don't other hurt, hurt other people with what you're doing yeah. and they're going to judge you for it, then why should you care? Yeah. So I'm so. not saying that you have to tell everybody, but if you want to, do it. And if you want to keep it separate, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we don't want to make these too long, but this last question I feel like kind of also goes in with that. So I think we should answer this last question and make it the last question for the podcast. All right. Do you feel other millennials are more judgmental than older people or is it the other way around? Has anyone tried to shame you? 
So also, once again, kind of goes in with yeah. the other questions. I don't like to make the assumptions that millennials are more open. I will say in the lifestyle, I definitely do not feel like younger people are less judgmental. I feel like everyone I met the lifestyle is the same amount of not judgmental. Yeah. And everyone is just open because clearly they're there. So you have to be somewhat open-minded to be in that whole realm of what the lifestyle is. And so I really don't feel like I feel any difference between whether you're 22 or you're 62. If I meet you through a lifestyle event, pretty much everyone seems just open and kind to me. And truthfully, I I guess we can't say anything because most of the people that we've told that aren't in the lifestyle are millennials or Gen Z people because they're close to our age. I haven't told as many people that are in older, whatever those are called, age groups to see what they think about it. So I feel like we really can't speak on that. Yeah. But I do know that in the lifestyle wise, everyone has just been really open, really respectful and really nice, which is one of the things that makes us love being in it so much. Yeah. And if someone's going to judge you, going back to what I said earlier, try not to let that bother you. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this multiple times, but the book, The Four Agreements, is I think one of the best books to ever been Exist, written. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and reading that book helps you realize not to take things personally. And that was a bit, that is one of the four agreements. And so I recommend to read that. If you have a little bit of trouble getting over judgment or what people think of you and just worrying too much about not uh, other people, mm-hmm. but, and no one personally has tried to shame us. No. Mm-mm. And I don't know if I've heard of any of our friends in the lifestyle I personally haven't heard any stories either. either of anybody trying to shame anybody. But No. And if they do, just remember that's not a good kind of person. So Yeah, just be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I that's really fun. I like doing this. We have several more questions because we've kind of been stockpiling questions as people email them to us. But please do send us more questions, email us more questions, foreplaypodcast at gmail.com or foreplay.com backslash ask. And We love to do this. This is really fun and I enjoy being able just to kind of talk about other people asking stuff and not always just do stories. So it's fun for us or for me anyway. I really enjoy that. Oh, yeah. No, I totally love it. And it doesn't have to only be stuff about the lifestyle. I mean, relationships in general, Mm -hmm. we're open to talking about that too. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to only, only, only be swinger stuff. Yeah. And that's up to you. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever you want to ask. I feel like... What's that? Uh, sex in the City? I feel like Carrie Bradshaw when she had that sex column, you know? Oh, yeah. The and whole she, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's who we are right now <laughs> when we record these. <laughs> so, uh, yep, go ahead and send in more questions. And we would love to answer them. And we are going to move on to Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. So we are going to make this a little bit different. We normally do a thing that we're obsessed with and a song that we're obsessed with. We decided now for these ones that aren't the story times, we are going to go through and do like a show or a movie that we're obsessed with and then just something we're obsessed with in general. And I might throw a book in there because I read every week. So I might throw a book in there every once in a while too. So yeah, it's just in general what we're obsessed with, whether that be three shows or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you go first. So my show or we watched a movie a couple days ago and it was called... Um, Spontaneous? Spontaneous. And it's this movie and it's about these people who – these group of kids who spontaneously combust. 
And that doesn't give it away because the first minute of the movie, that's how it starts. Yeah. And it's just this journey. And I just thought it was really good. And it's the girl from 13 Reasons Why, Catherine Langford. I think that's her name. I just loved her character. And I thought she was so funny. She was so funny. She was so cute. And it was just, I just really enjoyed that movie. So that's, and that's on Netflix. No, I think yeah. it was Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's how we streamed it. That, that was a really good movie. Uh-huh. Am I doing all of them? Yeah, do oh. all of your obsessions. Um, my weekly obsession for things is I just got a book in the mail yesterday. I, Billy, I collect coffee table books. Billy Eilish made a coffee table book, and I'm, I am in love with Billy Eilish. And <laughs> she made a coffee table book, and that got came in the mail yesterday. And I'm obsessed with it. And so that's my, I guess, my weekly obsession for thing. And if I'm going to do a book this week, I've been reading this book called Never Split the Difference. And it's about this guy who's a FBI negotiator. And it's just about these tactics that they use in negotiation. And it is so interesting in the mental, I don't even know the word for that, just the way that people think and the way that you're able to change people's minds in these hostage situations and calm people down in these horrible situations is just so interesting to me. And so we'll link it below if you're interested in reading about negotiation stuff. And it's just about this FBI agent who gives you scenarios that have happened to him in real life and how he handled them. And it's, it is super interesting. All right, you're up. What's your obsessions? I've been watching while I finished it within, I think, five days. But Ginny and Georgia is a show on Netflix that I was obsessed with. And it's a show about this mom who had her kid at, she was 15 or 16, and just their relationship. She has another kid too. But it's it reminds me of shows from the CW back in the day. It gives me... Like Carrie Diaries. Yeah, or, Carrie Diaries or... Gossip Girl vibes. Okay, well, not really like Gossip Girl, but those kind of shows that are just high school shows, drama, stuff like that. So I really, really like that show. And we got Pokemon Snap when it came out, and I've been obsessed with playing Pokemon Snap. We were more obsessed with it when it very first came out. I was having a Pokemon moment where I bought Pokemon Shield as well, the same, no, maybe like a week or two before, and I was pretty much only playing Pokemon for the last few weeks. And now I want to draw myself as a Pokemon trainer and have my team with me. If you're interested in who my team is, see, I don't know if everyone else is interested, so I won't say here, but send me an email and I'll let you know who my team is. Oh, maybe we can do a Pokemon battle. I have a pretty good team. I have a Sylveon and she's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> oh, and songs? Are we doing? Uh, it's whatever. I didn't do a song, oh. but if you want to, you can. Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour came out re- last week on a Friday. I'm telling you, every song, I wouldn't say it's a banger because it's pretty much all broken heart love ballad songs. There are some fast ones, but every song is amazing, and there are no skips on that album. You can fight me. There's no skips. You don't, you, you don't agree, but... <laughs> I don't. It is good. I just I'm not a big slow song person. It's so. so good. She's so talented. I don't I've never even experienced heartbreak, but I feel like I feel her words and her lyrics. <laughs> Reminds me of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I feel like you have no comments on that. No, I don't. <laughs> so those are our weekly obsessions. Oh, another one. I've been reading I've just finished reading the book Vagabonding by mm-hmm. Rolf Plotz. Plot, Potts. Potts. Rolf Plotz. Yes. 
Mm. And it was really good if you're interested in long-term travel because mm. we're interested in that. And that was really – you already read that. So I just finished it and it was really good. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope you like this this format. And if you do, please email us or send us in the ask thing. If you If you like this, please tell us because we want to keep doing it. But I guess if you guys absolutely hated it, then yeah, I guess we'll keep we it one time a month. <laughs> but um, but yeah, if you if you loved it, please let us know that too because we really did enjoy doing this. So thank you so much for listening, and we will hit you guys with the outro. Here it is, boom. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below. You can email us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four O U R playpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments, or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. And we also have a Facebook group called Foreplay Community and would love for you to join at facebook.com group slash foreplay community. We're on Twitter at Foreplay Podcast and Instagram at HeyBellaLuna and at HeyJSP. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at BellaLunaFree. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!